Welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast, an Australian twist on all things NFL. The boys are cracking into a nice cold beer from Burnley Brewing. Let's join them. Hello, everybody. J.A. here, your host, and I'm joined by the boys, Darren Johnston, Julian Horbett. How are you, boys? Good, mate. How are you? I wish I was cracking into Burnley Brewing, but I drank them all on draft day, so... You... you well, all let's on. let's well, start. I didn't there. drink them all. You didn't drink them all. There, there is a lot that was missing somehow. So I think someone stole a lot of them. Oh, did you have mm. a mystery person steal the? It, it's happened to me before. Must actually. have been someone that stole a fair few of them. Yep, I've 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 had that happen to me. I've had them stolen from me before as well. You know, you you sit down there all night. And you don't know where they go. It's mm-hmm. bizarre. Wake up fifteen hours later and I go, whoa! Someone stole all my beer. Well, yes, we did have a very good day. Um, thanks to everyone who tuned into our live show, who commented. Um, we had a bit of a malfunction halfway through it. Facebook just decided to die and not not let us have the video. I know so I had to restart it, which was a bit of a bummer, but all in all, a lot of people jumped in and, and had a look and we appreciated all the questions, everything like that. Um, so thank you it's to everyone. It was a great the digital day. aspect of it, but it was quite fun. Now, Jules, I got a message from your lovely, lovely partner. Um, it must have been moments, moments after the lot of the draft ended. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. A picture of you fast asleep on the couch with her saying, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was resting before I was ready to jump in and just get all the housework done. Lucky. Lucky you rested for that. Unfortunately, I was resting a lot like the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, so I actually got nothing done. <laughs> so, wait, so you rested and shat the bed? Yep. Hey, they much. had a good draft for the NFC East, okay? Uh, yeah. We'll Thank you. Thank you to the Eagles. Yeah, they definitely wanted receivers, but someone stole them all from them. And so they decided to go with a quarterback just to back up their fourth-year other quarterback. Yep. Yes, which we will. We do definitely. So what we're going to do tonight, guys, every person, podcast, live show, ESPN, everything have done winners and losers of the draft. I want to kind of stick clear of the winners and losers. We're going to do more of just a bit of a fun discussion about it. Um, There's a couple of things not as football related to the draft that I want to talk about too as well, Um, i.e. them having their kids there all the time. But we'll get to that because I know we've all got opinions on that. Um, That's weird. But what we'll do, we'll just have... A very quick drop, and we've just got one bit of news to go through, and then we'll get into the draft stuff. Ooh. The Vault Studio would like to thank our sponsor, Burnley Brewing, for providing the beer. Head down to 648 Bridge Road, Richmond, for a delicious meal and fresh beer if you are ever in Melbourne. Thanks again to everyone at Burnley for their support. Uh, we already mentioned that our draft day was fueled by Burnley Brewing, and it certainly it was. was fueled. So <laughs> supposedly beers. we had eight coffee beers at the vault prior to draft day. They're all and gone. Now I believe we don't have any coffee beers. I might have one left in the fridge. I think I've got one left. That's it. So they were awesome. They were really good. They're they unbelievable. Nice they are fucking the unbelievable. I don't understand how good they are. I believe that the draft started at ten thirty. There was no coffee beer left by 11. No. Nothing. And I wonder why I slept for seven hours after the draft. You certainly came in hot. That's one thing to say. Oh, yeah. 
Um, ready and rare. And it was good fun. Really good day. I it was think a good things day. went really and well. Thanks to Burnley Brewing, um, Chloe, Michael down there for looking after us. We very much appreciate you guys and um, everything you're doing. And guys, if you are in that area, they are open for takeaway food and um, and takeaway beers. So you can get in there. Like a, they're working as a bottle shop at the moment. Plenty of cans in there, all different sorts. Coffee beer is magnificent, but they've got tons and tons of different basically if you can't find a beer there you like there's something wrong with it you don't like beer if you can't find one there you like there's so many different ones so um get in there and support them and look after them it's the same with all local you know local shops stuff like that you know buy lots of takeout at the moment if you're lucky enough to be working full-time still and everything like that and you've you're doing well go out and buy food buy lunch look after everyone um try and put as much back in as you can um and keep everyone afloat so um but yeah thank you to burnley brewing Let's get the news. Only one bit of news I wanted to really discuss. They did do the uh, fifth-year options, but I thought we'd save that for next week. We'll do an in-depth, an in-depth discussion of all the guys that had their fifth-year options picked up. Um, all the ones that weren't. All the ones that weren't. Yeah, we'll go through them next week. But what I want to talk about was Jameis Winston is now signed by the New Orleans Saints. And this tells me two things. One, Winston's value was fucking poo. I cannot uh, believe yeah. the Saints had one, have now, now they have a five thousand yard passer on their team from last year and it's not Drew Brees it's it's Jameis Winston and he's yep. the backup and it also shows to me that I don't think they have the faith in Taysom Hill than what some people no, do they don't they don't see Taysom Hill as a franchise quarterback they, they see him as a gadget Hill as the the gadget guy that he has done so well mm-hmm. although Taysom Hill has come out and said that he doesn't want to be a gadget guy. He wants to be a starting quarterback, which, sorry, buddy, don't think that's going to happen except your role because his role could be worth a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, now it's only a one-year deal. So do you think we – can you see a world where this year Breeze drops off and Winston takes his job? Of course. Breeze has had, like, how many percentages of, like, not playing in the past three years? Like, Taysom Hill has had to come in and play a lot of portions of games in the last three years as his, I guess, general health declines because of his age. And Teddy Bridgewater this year. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater was coming in instead. So now Jameis Winston's going to be a much more powerful Teddy Bridgewater, really. Mm. Um, Yeah, he's going to be a a Teddy Bridgewater that turns the ball over a fuckload and can throw throw it further. Yeah. Well, hopefully Sean Payton is the guy that can turn all that around. Yeah, because yeah, imagine this one year done. Now, next year, James Winston is their starting quarterback on a crappy deal because he had no no actual like negotiation collateral at the end of the year. And they get a ridiculously cheap option for James Winston, who might actually do okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I doubt it. I don't have any faith in James Winston at all. I have. No, I, I, I like James Winston. Once he started eating Ws, I think everything... Oh, isn't that still the worst piece of film you've ever seen that was the worst piece of film from last so year cringy. it was horrible because you know he came up with it the night before like, in the mirror he's like, these guys like W's this is so it. cool how do you eat a oh, how do you yeah. do it like that w everyone fair out there we're, we're not together but we're on video so no one's gonna get yeah we're all if... staring at each other so we can see each other make stupid ass hand movements but do no you know one what, else can see us do it do you know what just hit me Deej? i've looked at you guys millions of times jules kind of looks like a thumb <laughs> I only just realized, especially when he does that angry face. No, no I reckon that when you when you turned on your camera and it was like and like a bottom <laughs> up view, 
<laughs> He's got a hat on his head now. Can you get put the white on your forehead so it kind of looks like a white fingernail? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you look like a really ugly dog. <laughs> Jules is a thumb. I never realised that. Like, believe it or not. It's, it's not as funny for people that can't see him, but people that know him. Believe it or not, I never realised. Jules at hashtag the thumb. You can also look at his at our little cartoon picture where Horsey made him look exactly like a thumb. Um, all right. Let's just, uh, you know what? Fuck doing another drop. Let's just get straight into the straight into the draft. Oh, I'm um, completely derailed. Great day. I thought the the way they did it, the NFL. You can't really rag on them for much. It was outstanding. No. It was smooth. It was the best draft ever. It was a great draft. I thought it was. There was no. I feel like it would kind of force them. They couldn't have. Like, you normally know, when the guy gets picked, some of them are very humble and get up and just shake their hands and get their photos and do a nice interview. But some of them are kind of carry on like idiots. Like Some of know. their show pony they're getting, they paid, you know, thousands of dollars to wear a stupid-ass suit made yep. by someone. Yep. Um, and you don't get to know any personal details about people. Um, in this way, we get to see personal details about the players, about the coaches, about the GMs, about the owners. The the girl, hold the hold off on the girlfriends. Yeah. We've got a segment. Oh, fake, fake children. Um, all of them. We got to like. We got to find a little bit of insight into everyone's individual situation. Like, um, I found that part actually really, really exciting, really entertaining. Um, can I just say quickly? Um, is Cliff Kingsbury married? I don't think so. I think he's a. Well, single... I'm going to go marry the shit out of him. Have you, did you see that place? Yeah, and then his oh, response his was. Shit. He's like, yeah, but houses in in Glendale, Arizona, you know, it's not a very expensive market. Someone found out that house is worth four point eight million, which in America is a lot of money. It's about eight million Australian dollars. No, value wise, because have you ever oh, seen yeah. house prices like house pricing in pricing in America? It's a lot cheaper than here. It is a lot cheaper. Yeah, um, absolutely ridiculous. It's a nice house. Oh god, how many thirsty tweets did he get? Yeah, he would have. How many chicks slid into his DMs? Well, there was a there was a chain on Twitter that I saw that people saying, "Have a look at the thirsty Cliff Kingsbury tweets," and there was literally thousands. And he's a good looking rooster, like he's a good looking rooster, and he yeah. has he, that room, that mansion. Yeah. Oh my freaking god! I'd even move to the desert for that. Yep. Uh, you know what? I turn for you, Cliff, and that's because I better go and watch you do football did. every day. I'd do I'm it if you lived in a. I'd do it if you lived in a cardboard angles. box. Uh, all right, I'm let's start. My, my TikToks ready to send it to him. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok. Someone oh, told me that day you, you the, the Vault Studio should get on TikTok. I'm like, why? I don't have tits anymore. What's the point of me getting on TikTok? Like that's all there is. TikTok is and it? people be- making racist jokes. Okay, well, well, I'm watching the wrong videos, but yep. What do you watch on TikTok? I don't know. It just goes. People doing this dance. Yeah. The yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's a lot of that. Yeah. Okay, let's get to um, no trades in the top 10. Every team picked their picks, which was rare. I think it was the first time since it was. DJ, you had the stat on the day. It was, I did. It was like it's been like ten years or something since there was no trades that inside was the top a ten. A few beers ago, I apologize. Yeah, but look, doesn't really matter. The bottom line is no trades in the top ten. The top ten went pretty well. What most people thought. Um, Joe Burrow went one, no brainer by the Bengals. Chase Young went two, no brainer by the Redskins. Akuda yeah. went three, really a no brainer by the Lions. But I think that really the the few teams that 
we expected and could have traded down was really the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Detroit Lions but... had a lot of draft capital at number three, but they went for their guy instead, and you can't blame them for that at all. Well, I think it um, was the fact that no one... The Dolphins played a pretty good smokescreen that they weren't taking a quarterback. Um, they even no had me... They, oh, no, I reckon people did. People had them believing it. They were saying... Because everyone was thinking that Tua might well, slide. Be a, people be dumb. Yeah, yeah, people be dumb. So I think, I think a lot of teams thought there's a chance they don't take... So teams like the Chargers went, you know what? We're going to get Herbert or Tua. We're going to get one of them because no one's going to jump. No one wants to jump up. So, um, which was... Yeah, uh, look, I thought the top 10 went... Which is surprising. It went pretty much exactly... I was a bit surprised the Giants took Andrew Thomas, but I think the top four tackles in this draft were all around the same level. That's the thing. We're surprised That's, about the player, but also the pick like, was we don't... Smart. We have, yeah, the pick was good. The pick was on point. It was exactly what they, need, they needed. Um, but we don't do enough, I guess, research or scouting or anything like that to actually see no. their skill sets. We just see the bloke who looks the biggest, best, all the kind of big flashy things. And I mentioned just before the podcast started, Eric Flowers had the flashy things and he was shit. Mm-hmm. So they, they chose the most consistent game-ready player. So um, yeah. I can't, as a Giants fan, I can't be upset with it at all. No, I don't think it was a bad pick. And then, you know, Tua went five, which we'll, we'll get to Tua later. Herbert went six. Um, DJ called him a generational talent. Uh, we all heard it. He then we tried to backtrack it, on it later. There have been a few coffee beers. No, meant no. He was, he was their franchise quarterback. Jules, what did he say? He was a generational quarterback. You're being a dick about this, but I reckon he is a generational quarterback. You do as well, do you? I'm it right here, right now. Oh, that's was that, <laughs> was, was, is that the direct quote from you? You're you're backing it in, or is that yep. what DJ said? Put it on a plaque. Stick it on the wall. D- the next Aaron Rodgers. I'll put it next, I'll put it next to my Sacco trophy. Let's not mention Aaron Rodgers, okay? <laughs> Fucking hell. We, we have to mention Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's, he's coming up. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, Everything's coming up, mate. Come on. Okay. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saving all the good stuff to the end. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's just... Let's just no, yeah, no, no trades. Do you think anyone should have traded up or do you think you're pretty? everyone in those top 10 are pretty happy with what they got in the end? I think most of them are actually pretty happy. There are a couple of, for me, a couple of surprises in one of them. For the the Panthers taking Derek Brown while Isaiah Simmons was still on the board, I thought was a surprise. Um, but still a decent pick. Like they went and chose a, I'm not going to say a generational talent, but I'm going to say that they chose the best D tackle on the board. Mm-hmm. He is um, a pro- generational D tackle. He is going to be a generational talent at D tackle. He, to mark my words. To put a plaque on mark the wall for that one too? I'm going to have to get a lot of plaques made. That's right. And what about Isaiah Simmons? Do you reckon he's going to be a generational linebacker? <laughs> I feel like, Jules, you, 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 know, you don't get what a generational talent is. <laughs> I think you're putting too much importance. If you're going to hold people accountable for calling people generational talent, there's a lot of people who get paid millions of dollars who should be fucking fired. Yep. That's probably Everyone fair. Like DJ. I paid like him Like me, exactly dollars. right. Like I'm waiting for my first million dollar check, but yeah. I'm sure it's on its way. It's coming with some more coffee. You can have that oh, or so 10 coffee beers. I'll take 10 coffee beers. <laughs> thought you would. Um, all right, let's get to the next point. Uh, I want to talk Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. I you thought would. they reached with every single pick in the draft. But first round, we get to pick 11, Everyone thought wide receiver. Most people thought either Jerry Judy or CD Lamb, and they take rugs. Who? Yeah. Like 
was he's good. Like he was highly he was highly flouted as DJ would say. But I think uh, the other two were definitely more polished than him. He's definitely the athlete of them. Um, but the other two were definitely more polished. I liked the other two over him. I definitely had him my third. Then they get with the 19th pick, Damon Arnett, the cornerback, which there was a lot of corners still on the board then. Most people had him in like ranked in their 60s to 70s, Damon Arnett. Well, he was he was most people's fifth or sixth corner. Yeah, I just thought... On they... average. So they, they were, he was a couple above, whereas I heard that John Cruden chose him based on, like I said, was it uh, character or whatever he calls it? That's yeah. history. He didn't do his homework. Yeah, could be. Yeah, he said, "Look, they want people with the right attitude. They want people that are ready to play. They want people that will play for him." Um, and he so he, that, he said that he really liked their. I don't know what the, he called it. Something he used one of his stupid ass phrases. I'm going to say moral fiber, but he had something. Else. <laughs> something like that. I don't Some know. I just random ass thing. But he, that's fine if you want that guy. That's fine. Trade back ten spots. You know, well, they had to, yeah. Move back, move back to the start of the second round, and get get him there. Because I think he would have been available. That's what I mean. Like it's just about well, the value possibly. of the pick. A couple of other corners got taken at what thirty, thirty-one. So who knows if they would have taken him as well for the same reasons? Yeah, that that's the thing. I just didn't think it was um a smart draft, and it was the same with last year. You know, they they drafted up on Feral. Um, Jacobs definitely worked out, but he was not predicted to go that early. You know, they just kind of they they reached for a few guys that worked out for them last year. I, I don't think Ferrell's um, is going to be that good, but we'll see. He's well, he's he definitely not okay his first talent. year. No, he's, do you think uh, Ferrell's I say he's a generational talent? But, and um, Jules says he's not a generational talent. No, put, that put that plaque on the wall. Um, <laughs> Can I get one plaque uh, with all this on it? wanted. Just go and get him. Don't yeah. worry about the capital. Just get guarantee you're going to get who you want and move on. Yeah. Yeah, or get it. like the Patriots with ten thousand picks and no players. No, you picked oh, a player. I can smell some bitterness there. You picked a neo-Nazi later in the draft. No, he, he, he looks like those a comments when he found out that they were bad. So he got a tattoo. All right, let's just go straight into this. So the Patriots drafted a kicker in the fifth round. Not only did he not have a scouting profile on NFL.com, which meant that. No one had no one actually had him. scouted him. No one even knew. Well, no one from NFL.com had, but no one actually knew who he was. I'm just getting his name up now. He wasn't Australian, so I don't like him. Um, his name is Justin Rohwasser from Marshall, um, and he has a tattoo on his arm. I don't think they're neo-Nazi. They're like some right-wing militia or something like that tattoo, which he claims he had no idea what it was when he got it. Um, yeah, just looked cool, sweet. and my whole family have it. <laughs> it looked, it looked cool, and me and my boys, when we go out hunting, all have them together. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Hunting the ultimate prey. What did you think of the Patriots draft, though, Jules? Like Kyle Duggar yeah. in the second. Like this is a, a small school guy who I actually don't mind. I, but what, what did you think? Were you happy that they moved back? No quarterback taken. No, no wide receiver. No. Two tight ends. What you I don't think Stidham's your man? Oh, he might be, but let him go up against someone. He's competing against Brian Hoyer. I, I mean, you're going to be competing against Hoyer. Cam Newton as well. <laughs> Maybe, um, but I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think. I don't think that, I I that happens. Future. I don't think Cam Newton and Bill Belichick would would ever get along. I don't think that marriage no. works. 
You reckon he'd prefer to throw Stidham to the Wolves without any weapons at wide receiver or any actual, like... This is Bill <laughs> Belichick. He has the a hubris the size of the Eiffel Tower. Like This guy is going to back Quite himself severe in. severe vaginal hubris. Yeah, and... <laughs> vaginal hubris! <laughs> um, Love the league. And uh, he... Like, I, I think he backs himself in. I think he thinks all these guys are going to end up... What the problem with him is, he is a terrible fucking drafter. But what he'll do is some guy will be thrown from the scrap heap of the quarterbacks that he'll pick up in the week before the season starts this year or he'll get Jacoby Price set back and make him an all-pro or something like that. Like, I, I, I'm worried because I think this draft sucked. I think they didn't really do anything I thought. they. I think they needed to take a quarterback in the first round and that's what they should have done. We'll see. They mightn't have liked any of them, but... So, he, if he saw that actually Bill Belichick had a secret draft weapon... His dog? His dog. He had his dog do half of his draft picks for him. But yeah, like, it bore out. His dog really liked linebackers and kickers. He did. He basically went, okay, now bark when I get to it. And he goes, bark, bark. And he goes, there you go. That's our Another pick. linebacker. I just Another linebacker. Love it. That guy could be a quarterback someday. I just don't mm-hmm. think... Deep wide receiver drafts, what everyone said. Crap tight end draft. So these fuckers take two tight ends and no receivers. Doesn't what? make any yep. sense, does it? And, it's, and, it, and the, the linebackers that they took are all guys who are going to play special teams. Yeah, special they're teams. Guys, so they're not going to be great. Hey, look, special teams wins games. It doesn't, though. <laughs> it keeps you in games. It, it fucking doesn't. As long as you're adequate at it, you're fine. That's... It's pretty clear. It's like when idiot special teams coaches go, it's 33.6% of the game, 33.3% of the game. It's like, it's not because there's like 200 reps, or sorry, there's probably like 150 reps of offense and defense, and there's like 20 special teams reps. So it's not 33% of the game. It's like fucking 2% of the game. Quick math, but you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, look, I'm I'm sorry so you, you didn't Keane like Dalton was what, what number tight end off the board? Dalton Keane, he was, he was round three. They he took, was, they took two, in, they took two in the third round. I do like Anthony Jennings, Jules, as an edge guy from Alabama. He actually, he's pretty solid. I think he might end up being all right. So uh, we'll see what happens. His actual name is Anthony. It's Anthony, spelled A N F E R N double E. Name was Anthony, and they said, hey, "What's your name?" And he said, "Anthony." That's one hundred percent his real name. I'm telling you, that's his real name. He's. I think someone from, made a mistake at the hospital. He's, he's from uh, can we move on to the Patriots before I put this pencil? Well, I, I f- why are you so worried? You're a Tom Brady fan anyway. You're not a Patriots fan. Yeah, you're going for the Bucks this let's year. Get, let's get over to a team. You guys, you guys did pretty well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, let's get over to a team that fucking demolished the draft. Demolished the draft. I oh, was talking in, about the Giants? I was in shock. The Dallas Cowboys... Managed to get C.D. Lamb with pick 17. What was oh, a shock? I couldn't believe he was there for them. And I then I couldn't believe he took him. They took him. They did it. And then I was like, really? They just did that? And then I thought about it. I was like, this is going to be a pretty potent offense. And then not only do they do that, they back it up in the second round and get a falling Trevon Diggs or Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, um, yeah. Who most people had about his fifth, sixth best corner. Um, and they get him in the middle of the second round. Now, these guys might not work out. They get Neville Gallimore in the third. Again, another guy that fell. I just think it was a really smart draft. They took guys... They just took the best player that was there. They didn't get caught up in need. 
um, which I liked. Like a lot of people said, oh, why would you sign CD Lamb? So because well, you know what? He might end up being a fucking superstar. It was like when... Why the Ram- wouldn't you though? It was like well, when the Falcons took Julio signed. Jones. Yeah. Rod- R- Roddy White had just become a superstar. It was a great receiver and everyone thought, why well, would you take Julio Jones? Uh, like, you 18 months ago, the team was on the brink of making a very large run in the playoffs and you couldn't do anything offensively because yeah. you had a great running back and no targets on offense. You yeah. bring in Amari Cooper halfway through in the year and lo and behold, you actually get to the playoffs quite easily. Um, so really, your team was needing another weapon and you got a freaking awesome weapon. And you got Amari Cooper for four years with a contract already or five years yep. and you'll have him for four years. Like, it's now going to be a really, really good receiving core. And if you've put all your money under through Dak, you've still got a really good O-line. Uh, you got a sequel, Elliot. I think that another offensive weapon was a good move. Like, Yeah. Jules, did you like it? Yeah, I did. It's just a shame that something's going to go wrong and it's going to go to shit because it's the Cowboys and it always does. I just feel sorry for the Amos leaders who are wasting the start of their career. Yeah, why not? And the Cowboys won't get rid of them. They'll just all rot on the roster. Yeah, I know. I'd say a change. I guess the good thing is uh, McCarthy's got no excuse if this offense isn't good this year because Prescott's shown he's got the ability to be super productive. They've got a cast of receivers, a great running back. The offensive line will be very you good. Up again. A, you picked up a center in what the third round, fourth round, fourth round. But 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 be a um, days. But he's the guy that a lot of people thought was better. Again, a guy that that fell, and who knows why? Yeah. So he was one of the better centers in the draft, and got him like I thought it was third round. So fourth round is a it's a, a steal for one of the best centers in the draft, and. He might not replace Travis Fredericks immediately because you've already got a bloke there. Well, he's re- with, he's but... retired. Hmm? You mean you mean you might? Oh, sorry, I misheard what you said. He might he might not replace Travis Fredericks immediately yes. in like Philly's yeah. spot. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But he like he's there to develop for a year, um, and he's another big body to rotate through that pretty strong offensive line as well. So, yeah. Um, I think it was a very, very smart draft. I'm just a bit worried about your defense. Um, I did see they went and got that corner to replace Byron Jones, even though you went on your corner rant about how good you got your corners are. I don't think name, I don't name think three they blokes needed. no one but you know. He also um, he, he but plays I'm sure safety, they'll be good. Diggs. Diggs, Diggs is I think I think he'll play safety for Diggs us. will be great. I think Diggs is actually a very good player. So um I like I him. think that I think I'm I think I've got bias because of his brother though. Mm. I think I just think he's gonna be good because his brothers are good. Or not now. He's in Buffalo. Griffin, so. Yeah, both the Griffin boys are all right. The corner's better. Good. He's got two hands, though, so like he's got a bit of an easiest. He's got a bit now of a head start. The other, the other brother single-handedly <laughs> basically played the entire year and was excellent. Is that too soon? Did you mean that as a joke? Did you Did you mean he actually see, he had sing, he single-handedly played? What are you talking yeah. about? Has he, has he got a, one hand? I yeah, I know. something, DJ. I thought I thought you were doing a pun, but it wasn't a pun. It was true. What the pun you fucking <laughs> fucking DJ? Oh, that's rough. There I go, teaser guy with one hand, and you just go throw this spastic around. Whoa, well, whoa! <laughs> we can't. No, you can't say the R word. Spastic's okay. It's politically correct. I've checked. Uh, let's move on. Dolphins. They get Tua in the first round without having to move up. I thought it was really good for them. I think the Dolphins had a really good draft. They got Austin Jackson in the middle of the. Uh, first, they probably would have loved one of those other tackles to fall to them, but didn't definitely would have never expected that to happen. And then they took Noah Igbigane out of Auburn, the corner with Igbinati. pick 30. Robert Hunt in the second round, pick seven. 
I don't know if he's going to be good in the NFL, but everyone, do yourself a favor and go and watch the, this guy's that, tape. He's, yeah, he's they played it on the day they played his um, package, and watching Insane. him as a guard eat people yep. was pretty fun. He has really good feet. It was obviously he's not as much of a weapon as our mate uh, Quentin Nelson, but um, God, he didn't look far off to be honest. He was, yeah, very big boy. But I thought Tua, it's fine. Are you guys excited about the Dolphins? You look at their off-season, who they added, and then they their had, draft very now. good off-season. I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Jules, you excited for him? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to watch Patrick make Tua cry and then play out most of the season. But no, I'm excited for Tua. As long as he can be healthy, I hope he doesn't end up being injured the whole time. He will be exciting. Well, it's, yeah, do it, it does it's have Patriots some risk. Fan. Are you excited for Tua to run? Patriots lost the Dolphins every year you? anyway. It doesn't matter who they're called. Is that, is, that, is that how you went to the elimination round and getting a bye? Yeah. And then the Titans the, uh, beat you. What? Remember the Titans beat you? That With their ex-coach Mike Vrabel, who was a Patriots legend. Yeah. Well, I'm lucky what? that you've got the quarterback you had for revenge. Like yeah. He's going to come out and be hungry for it. Yeah. And then the last pass that Tom Brady ever threw was a pick six in the last one he ever threw for the Patriots was a pick six who would have thought that was going to happen when he threw it it's bizarre you okay anyway Mm. um, Uh, let's talk I think the Dolphins will be a much stronger team this year they started pulling together last year they were able to use their pretty exciting young wide receivers Fitzmagic was able to actually weave some Fitzmagic and actually get the most out of that offense Um, Josh Rosen is just useless. He's as useless as my um, wet fart on draft day. Um, basically, depends what you're trying to do so with the wet fart. If you're trying to wet your undies, it's a very useful fart. So it was. It was a bit chilly. <laughs> okay, so you don't. Anyway, you don't like no, Josh. Rosen. I don't like Josh Rosen. I think they're just going. He's just going to fizzle out and leave the league. He'll be Good. cut. Um, yeah, he'll yeah, be the backup. Then right. in like seven years' time, he comes into a game as like the third string for the Buffalo Bills and. Like in week seventeen, when the seat like they're playing for nothing and wins, and you're like, Josh Rosen's still in this league. That'll be that. that that's what his career is going to turn into now. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk Denver Broncos. I thought I like their draft. Yeah, I thought they had a great draft. Their first two picks were Jerry Judy with pick fifteen. Again, I was pretty surprised he made it to there. I didn't think he would. Um, I think they were very, very polished receiver, well. very good receiver. And then in the second round, they pick up. KJ Hamler, who, if I'm not correct, is the monster. Oh, no, no, he's, this is the small, fast guy. So they no, added. No, he's the burner. Yeah, the small, fast. So that, they added a burner. They added a, a polished receiver. And then you think they've got Cortland Sutton as well, who's kind of that, that big bodied guy. I think uh, they've, Noah Fant. They've got Noah Fant at tight end they took in the first round last year. Drew Locke has got some guys to work with. I think it was smart. And the young guys, they can spend the next few years developing together. Like, yeah. They've now got the time to concentrate on putting together a system that works. So, pretty. I think that was a very good draft by um, what's his name? Our mate John Elway. Elway. This one's for John. Signing a bloke that's better than signing a bloke that's in his prime. Um, he couldn't throw his way out of a paper bag. Who 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 did that? I don't know. Are you talking about Peyton Manning? No. No? Okay. Uh, let's talk Philadelphia Eagles. They, 
From but, an NFC East fan, and you are as well, was, thank you, Philadelphia Eagles. It was so fun to watch them crash and burn like this, and their fans literally to tear the city apart. Did you get my, I sent that Instagram video rant to yourself, J.A.? Yes, I got it, seen it. Of the guy raging. The, um, Philadelphia Eagle fan absolutely losing his nut. So they go Jalen Rager in the first round, which I don't mind. I just think they were... They were not expecting that they were expecting to get someone like CD Lamb with that pick or try and move up. Um, a lot yep. of rumors were that the cat they really wanted CD Lamb and the Cowboys had the pick and they basically said stiff shit. You can't. You're not getting here to get him. Um, and they were pretty brutal about it, which as yep. you would be. And um, they took Rager. He's a, he's a burner sort of player. I don't hate it. He wasn't the number one receiver there according to the rankings, but there was there was so many receivers it was hard to keep track of them all. Um, and then and, the big Rager added the the most speed in the wide receiver yeah, cohort. Yeah, he's a good. He's he, was a... The, he was the fastest bloke going around. So yeah, and that was one of the things that they got criticised about last year was no that speed. they could not go deep. They could not take the top off any of the defenses, um, which basically meant that the slot guys couldn't do anything underneath. So um, adding the fastest bloke there, not the worst thing they could do. Well, what did we think of them adding the quarterback in the second round? Jalen Hurts, of all, the one of the worst throwing quarterbacks in this draft. Very good athlete. Everybody hurts. I, I just thought this was awful. Like This just purely shows you've got no faith in Carson Wentz. He's a 27-year-old guy you just gave $33 million a year to, and instead of using that pick to get someone to help the team, you get a guy that, best-case scenario, becomes a, a poor man's Taysom Hill for you. It's, yeah, that's what it's, I reckon. It's stupid. I think a very, very bad pick. I, I don't I get it. I didn't like this at all. Um, I, what I did like um, was the Carson Wentz actually got straight onto Twitter and welcomed him to the best football city in the world. Oh, yeah. and yeah, The best the best football city in the world, when they won the Super Bowl, destroyed their they own set city. set it on fire. Um, yeah, but that's the, I thought that was a really classy act by Carson Wentz before anyone could get on and like grill Carson Wentz about how he feels about them drafting his replacement and stuff like that. He, he just jumped the gun straight away and welcomed him on social media straight. I thought that was actually a really classy act by him. So um, whether it is just as an insurance policy him. because he's been injured every, every post. But he's a shit insurance there. policy. Like he, he's not, yep. he can't, he's not a great thrower of the ball. He comes from a, like a running offense. I don't know. Like, who I don't. Was their backup. Who was their backup previous? Like, who's Carson Wentz's backup? Well, Nick Foles was two years ago, three years ago, and two years three ago. Years and ago. They won the Super Bowl. He caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I remember that. And then I think it's it. called the Philly Special. Got MVP. Yeah, and then they almost made it to the um, Super Bowl or NFC Championship game the next year with him. I don't. Know. I just if you're backing Carson Wentz in, you don't need to you do don't, this. You don't Get him take talent. someone in the second round as a QB. Yeah. I just don't, I, I think it's stupid. Hools, what do you reckon? Dumb? Yeah, I think, it, but like, especially with all their needs everywhere else, like, just take another receiver. You, they were so terrible at receiver last year. Just get two. Roll the dice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Get two. Look, they they got rid of Aguilar, who was Crap. one of their. He was like, I think he's crap in general, but he was. He can't at all. But in saying that, he was one of their highest targeted, highest catch rated, highest yardage um, receivers last year. They got rid of him. And you go, oh, okay, what are you doing? Is it a rebuild? Great, it's a rebuild. Take more than just one wide receiver. 
But they've got they've got a great roster. The Eagles. I don't think they've they've got a very good team. If they could add some receiver talent to that team and cornerbacks, their defense, I think, is ex- very added, very strong. They didn't like take take a cornerback. There was plenty of cornerbacks there on the draft. Take one of them because they were your cornerbacks were awful last year as well. Like you've got to do something. I know they added Darius Slay, which is a good start. But yeah, I did, I honestly just thought it was crap. I thought it was a really crap crap draft for them. The first two picks, anyway, I said, once it gets past there, who knows what those guys are going to be, but I just no, think exactly the, va- right. the value wasn't there. And like this receiver time, might, Rager might turn out all right. Um, Jalen Hurts might end up being a really good quarterback, but what do you want to have in your backup quarterback to be really good or to run a few well, gadget plays for you every now and again? signed a five-year deal? Yeah, he's there for the like, long haul. And he's 27 years old. So yeah, it's exactly. not like he's 37 and they've got to start thinking of the future. He's 27 years old. Oh, look, they, look, they might um, they might do a Jimmy Garoppolo with him. Yeah. Just the they might go train him up and then trade him out. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, let's talk Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Um, I thought they absolutely nailed their picks. Patrick Queen, end of the first Patrick round. Fell I cannot believe they got him. I could, I could. We were saying for about 10 picks in a row, surely this is Patrick Queen. And he kept falling and falling. Other linebackers went in front of him. He is the perfect fit for Baltimore. He's a great, great fill. The best player on the board at that point and a great need for them. Um, and then I love they got J.K. Dobbins, the running back in the second round, who's a great athlete. They're just building on a strength. They just want more good running backs than that. They want to run the crap out of the ball and play good defense. That's what they love. And yeah. I think they're going to be able to do it again. I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to be very, very good this year. And they had a great draft to complement what they already have. We were surprised that, well, let's name the ones before him. So the Chargers took Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Yep. Which, who I don't mind. I, I just I prefer Jordan Brooks. Queen. Jordan Brooks Texas was tech. Was that to that Seattle? Was a surprise. That was yeah, a terrible Seattle. pick. That guy can't he can't cover. He's a run it, he's a rundown you, player and special teams guy. Why take him? Taking taking him over Patrick Queen um was a very large surprise. I thought Patrick Queen would be the first linebacker apart from Isaiah Simmons off the board. Isaiah mm. Simmons is basically a, a safety slash linebacker. So yeah. um, a money the backer they the, call him. Yeah, so the, basically the pure linebacking position, Patrick Queen for me was the number one linebacker that yeah. actual linebacking position. Um, Kenneth Murray was good. He was in the top three, whereas unfortunately Jordan Brooks was a bit further down. So whether or not they, for some reason, thought that they fit their scheme or whatever the hell they thought, um, it was a big surprise. Patch, I think that the Baltimore Ravens got a massive steal at yeah. 28. You like it, Hulls? You all about it? Yeah, yeah. Love the value. It always happens in the draft, though. There's always some superstar who falls. Yeah, it's weird. But, like, it's, I remember the year, like a couple of years ago, it was Reuben Foster that fell all, like he was a top 10 rated guy and fell all the way to the back of the first round. It's, it just happens sometimes, doesn't it? There's something that scares people. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 49ers. Oh, oh. Talk about someone who's just fallen into being a terrific GM. I don't think many people thought that uh, Lynch would be this good. So he trades away Buckner, which Buckner's a really quality player. I think he's an outstanding player. They trade him away for the 13th overall pick because um, they basically didn't want to pay him. They paid Armstead, who was going to be cheaper. They didn't have the cap. They know that, so they got rid of Buckner when he had high value. And Armstead is extremely productive. So Armstead, And Armstead came cheaper than what Buckner was going to come because Buckner's a better player, but Armstead's productive. They then... Mm-hmm. With the 13th pick, they trade back one, let the Bucks jump up to grab the offensive linemen. So they get, I think they got a second-round pick out of that. Um, they take Javon Kinlaw, who pretty much 
he's the clone of Buckner, very similar style player. Um, so they think he's at just going to be at the start yeah. of his rookie career, and like, now he's a, know, on a five Buckner, year. But he's, they've got four years, five years to go. Yeah, percent. Yeah. So they've they've downed that. Then they take. Oh, look, no one loved the Brandon Aliyuk pick, but I really like it for Shanahan. He wants guys that are hybrids that can play that are like running backs that play receiver, and that's what this guy yeah. is. Great athlete. I liked it. And then all that wrapped up, they then take that they take those picks and they go and get Trent Williams, one of the best tackles in the league. Now he has had some injury troubles the last couple of years, but when he plays one of the best tackles in the league, they go and get him from Washington. Well rested. Yeah, to replace their um, retiring left tackle. And they only gave up a third round and a fifth round for Trent Williams, which uh, is, is a steal. next year's third round as well? It's next year's fifth round. I think it was this year's oh, next third. year's fifth round. This I year's think, third. I, I, um, I, I could be wrong, but I yeah, I think it was this year's third. Williams. Look, fingers crossed he can get his health right and um, he can well, actually get on the field. And all if he reports does, he's re- he passed his physicals already shit. and he's ready to go. Oh, really? Because yeah. then, really, for that 49ers, holy shit. Because they didn't lose much. Look, Buck only got an immediate replacement for, but that front seven is stacked completely. Yeah, they um, also traded off Matt Breeder for a pick. I think that was a fifth round pick they got from Matt Breeder, who is a guy that was basically not going to not going to get carries this year. And it's just showing that Shanahan's doing things differently. And this is a team that played in the Super Bowl last year and you know had a very good chance to win it, if not for Patrick Mahomes' brilliance. But I think they're going to be around about next year as well. I think Trent Williams is a massive upgrade. Not only like he is a bully of a human. He adds toughness, and that's a team that thrives on toughness, thrives on running the ball and using athletic offensive linemen. Trent Williams suits that perfectly. I early prediction is Trent Williams is going to be an All Pro next year, and he's going to flourish in that offense. And I hope so because I I love Trent Williams. I think he's a great player. We know I love the linemen. Redskins. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyone who gets away they, from the Redskins is, is is good good for them. It's a win for them. Um, it's an immediate upgrade at his position. Um, unfor- like unfortunately for the Redskins, like they don't have a good offense. They don't have a good system. They haven't had a really decent coach for a little while. Um, the 49ers, he goes into a system that's already working. Um, he goes into an O line that's already just done a, had a, an amazing um, season last year. He sits then replaces a player that's leaving. It's an amazing, amazing landing spot for him. I don't think he could ask for more. No, it's literally worst to first. Yeah. yeah. As an O-lineman, tell me you wouldn't just froth at jumping into that strong of an offense. Do you know how oh. fun Shanahan's system would be to block for? It's just like all misdirection. It's just sealing guys all the time. Like it, Sealing guys is really fun. It's because misdirection's fun to block for because defenders take themselves out of the play for you. You don't have to just brute force them out of the way a lot of the time. So I prefer just cutting. Yeah. Well, you, you know, some people like cutting. I love cutting. Some people do. I love cutting. Jules loves. Do, do you like being cut, Jules? I like kneeling on top of the throats of people that cut me. <laughs> but, <laughs> Jules, as an offensive lineman, I love cutting that much that as a defensive lineman, when they cut me, I would swear and then go and like as I'm lying on him, go, man, that was such a good cut. <laughs> I, I love cutting. Cut. <laughs> I love cutting. I love God, cutting. That was such a good cut. <laughs> that was such a good cut, you bastard. Uh, all right, anything else like, on Niners? I'm so happy I cut you. Do we all reckon Niners are going to be up and about next year? Oh, fuck. Oh, absolutely. Food. Yeah? Yep. I'll yep. definitely lose another football to the Chiefs. <laughs> Just, oh, look, I don't see either of those teams dropping Jules off. Jules is so honest, bitter so. tonight. He's such a bitter Patriots fan tonight. You'd see there's the shine I coming think, off I his franchise. I think someone jarred their thumb. What? Did he jam his head in the door? Oh, yeah, you got a black eye, actually, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, speaking of teams that I am now all about, I'm turning on them. 
It's official, guys. I am in on the fucking Cleveland Browns. I loved what they did in the first round. Jedrick Wills, I thought he was the best tackle in the draft. They got him at 10, which was awesome. I I, I liked all four of the top guys, so it wouldn't bother me any of them. They get Jedrick Wills. They sign Decker in the offseason. Their tackle positions are now really good. Uh, Conklin as well. Was it Conklin or Decker they signed? No, Decker's at the at the line. Sorry, Conklin. They yes, signed Jack Conklin, Conklin, the right and tackle. I think Jack Conklin's awesome. So Yeah, and Wills will slot in and be a left tackle. Now, we'll, we'll see. He, there's no guarantee he's going to be good, but I thought they got it right. Grant Delpert in the second round out of LSU, real high-character leader um, for that secondary. All the reports are from him that he just, when he comes into the room, People do what he wants, what what, what they want him, to, what he wants them to do. They just listen, and he's got so that. He's a you know, bully. Yeah, you got those guys that just have that persona. Of, I don't think he's a bully. I just think he's a leader. Like he's, guys a, he's that, a leader. He's an yeah. alpha male. He's a player ready to go. National um, championship coming off that great talent. They've got tons of talent around them. They've now built that engine room. I think that offensive line is going to be really good this year. I think Baker's going to have a bounce back. I'm all over the Browns now. There's not as much hype about them right now, and I'm I'm feeling good about them. Are you boys in or are you out? I'm actually I'm actually quite excited for them because. Look, I, I hate and love my man, OBJ, um, but I do feel that it would be such a waste and sad to see as a football fan to see that much talent go to waste on that offense. So I really hope for Baker and for the other boys on that team, we get to see some magic. And I think that Baker being upright is the thing they need for that. So Halls, you in on them? No. You're out I'm still? Awful. I don't know how they're going to shit the bed this season. But it's probably do it. not O-line. But they're definitely it's probably not O line. <laughs> they're not going to shit the bed on the O line, but they'll shit the bed somewhere else. Yeah. Yep. Is that what you're or, thinking? Or injuries will get them, or something like that. There is something well, that'll happen. Yeah. I just, I, I like what they did. They finally, they seem to be doing things the right way. Have you noticed we haven't heard anything from their receivers and stuff so far? Like they're just, no, yeah, and they're in they're isolation, which they should. Like you'd think they'd be chirping nonstop, but they've just. Well, OBJ's probably on a yacht somewhere with supermodels breaking curfew, just not doing it on film. So uh, let him live. Who knows? Let him live. I want to talk just quickly the the Saints draft. Really bizarre. They take a center in the first round in Cesar Ruiz, which Ruiz, is a great yep. fucking name. Cesar Ruiz, love it. Um. But they've got. But they already have a they, center. Well, they took McCoy early second last year. Had a really good, really good year as a center. Rumors are they don't like Larry Warford, the right guard. That they're going to trade him away or or cut him, and then this guy will slot in there. But I didn't just really. I just thought it was a like just not a nice pick. If just, that was the case, though, they wouldn't have drafted a center. I would have thought they would have well, drafted a guard. Everyone knows centers and guards. Like, Put it this way, yes, a center can always play center. guard, a guard can't always can't play center. always play center. So I think if you go for the center, he can be a guard. But I just thought there was value. There was a lot of value left still there. Like Queen. Yeah, I would have loved them to take Queen. Queen was there. Yeah. yeah. Like Bourne. They ended up getting Bourne in the second in the third round, which I can't believe he fell that far. Zach Bourne, who I think solid. But I just think Queen would have been a much better pick there. Four picks before Baltimore got him. Um I just yeah, I just didn't love it. I, I don't know. Just just a thought. What did you guys think? I just don't like taking positions that you already have on a stacked team. No, and I like I don't see how that would even meet the best player on the board mentality either. Like a lot no. of teams would go, look, I'm sorry, we picked them because they were the best player on the board, and we couldn't look past them. But if that was the case, they would have taken um, Patrick Queen or Xavier McKinney or one of them players who was like the number one at who fit position. a need too. Like, fit a need. The best um, player that fit a need. Center who, like I said, Josh Hunt. Is it Josh Hunt you said? Yeah, in the second um, round. Yep. In the second round, he was still there. And 
why wouldn't you go and get a really, really good, scary guard instead of another centre? Um, I don't know. For me, it didn't feel right. There was a bit too much value on the board for that pick to really um, be value for me. Hulls loves centres, so he would have been all about this. Uh, there's nothing more exciting than talking about fat guys who aren't going to play. He might play. You don't know. He might. He might. He might not. <laughs> Do you know who is going to play this year? And Jules, I'm waiting for your, your bit of this. The Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Fucking rack jack Aaron Rodgers in the first round. They go full Brett Favre on him. They trade up and everyone's thinking, oh, they're going to nail a receiver here. They're going to get Jefferson here. They're going to get a receiver. They're going to give Rodgers some help. And they take a fucking quarterback. His name just slipped in my mind all of a sudden. Love, Jordan Love. Jo- Jordan Love's not Bryce Love. He went last year as running back. Jordan Love in the first round, who's all reports as a fine player um, out of Utah State. But, but they, did, they actually literally did to Aaron Rodgers what Aaron Rodgers did to Favre. The difference was they said that Aaron Rodgers was too good of a talent to That's the difference. Aaron Rodgers was predicted to go in the top five that year. They couldn't believe he was there when they had the chance. You're a Rodgers absolute lover. They (laughs) fucked him here. They fucked him hard. Of course they fucked him. Absolutely. But I mean... They basically went in bareback, no loop. He needs to get fucked. But... I don't know. They've wasted his whole career. Why not keep going? That's a man. Then well, they take. I think that's true. Second round, they take a running back who, like, fine, r- running back, whatever. Uh, they but had the, they've they had got Aaron the Jones, highest scoring running back in the league. Last like, I don't get like just, and they've got Aaron Jones and Williams. Like they've got two running backs there already. Why do you need so another we can guy? So go through the positions. They don't really have any depth. Wide receiver at mm-hmm. the at one of the most deep wide receiver deep drafts that we've yep. ever had. Yeah. They need have a severe need of wide receiver. Tight end. They just got rid of their aging, underperforming tight end. They don't have a tight end. Um, yep. And O-line. Like, they have an okay O-line, but there were still O-linemen on the board that were better than Jordan Love as an off, as, a, as, a, as a QB. If they're thinking they're going to replace Rodgers in a couple of years, why wouldn't they, like... Maybe not. Maybe they're going to trade. Who? Rogers for a tight end. They just paid him. They just paid him a mansion, like a, like a king's bounty, as a, as a contract for four years or five years. But actually, yep. he's he's gonna. If they were to cut him or trade him this year, his cap hit would be like fifty one million 50, or something like 50 that. Fifty million, yeah. yeah, and then thirty million, and then seventeen million. Like it's. <laughs> I didn't. They really. They I, literally, I literally Rogered Brett Favre. Like they did the Brett Favre's Rogers move. We'll yeah, but... pick someone that's good, and he'll sit behind Rogers and learn. And in three years' time, he'll either be it or he won't. And if these not, are their starting receivers behind Devontae Adams. These are their receivers: Devin Funchess, Jake Cumero, Marquise Valdez Scantling, and Equiminius Saint Brown. We've oh, seen this story before. No, John Allison's gone now. That's what there, there, guys. The, um, the little white, the little white fellow. Lazard. Was yeah, his, Lazard. Lazard. Oh, he's a tight end, I think. Nah, no, no, Alan Lazard. Sorry, Alan Lazard's there. I missed him. Sorry. See, he was like uh, their sixth on their list last year, and he came in midway during the year and did better than any other receiver on the field. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was an awful was draft, just, was, and was just a uh, kind of player. Like it was ridiculous. There was a, there was a stat that came out yesterday that out of all of the top quarterbacks that are currently playing they they put up a number of how many touchdowns they've all thrown to first round wide receivers and 
all of them had, you know, 20, 30, 15, whatever. Aaron Rodgers had one. Yeah. It's... One in his entire career. He has been given weapons in never, not once. Yeah, I I think it's... I, I don't know what the Packers do. From... Uh, so, and Aaron Rodgers, he looked fine. Actually, funny, a few days before the draft, he was interviewed saying, like, what would your reaction be if they took a quarterback early? And he was like, oh, look, if they take a quarterback early, he's like, I don't think they will. But if they do, I'll help the kid. And, you know, he can he will be coming in one of the greatest organizations in the world. I wonder if he feels that now. Uh, he probably does. He has that contract already signed and inked. Yeah, like I said, he's getting paid no matter he, what, whether it's Packers or someone paid. else. He cares if someone else, like, you know what? He won't have to get injured as much. Um, he can he can go out like um your mate from the Cowboys, Tony yeah. Romo. Like, With how the Super good would it be? Your last couple of years, you can go, you can go look. You know, niggling injury. I'm going to develop this young kid behind me, and I'm going to go out in class as opposed to some of the other people who've gone out. Tony Romo went out with the most class of any QB I've seen. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Jules, what Rogers, what would you give up that, for Rogers? Imagine that was his legacy. Like, wouldn't that be good? What would you or give up for Rodgers? As, as a Patriot, if the Patriots were like, all right, we're, we're going to go get Aaron Rodgers, what would you give up to no. get him in a trade? No, I wouldn't because he's had his chances. Everyone says that they've built the, these offenses for him. And well, they really he, haven't. No, everyone says that Mike McCarthy didn't. Third. What would you trade hey? for him in fantasy, by the way? <laughs> no, I'm going, uh, I'm going no? Joe Burrows with the first pick, the first pick overall. <laughs> Well, you don't, you don't have the first pick. DJ does because he sucks. I actually don't. Well, he won't it? be dropping back for me anytime soon. Yeah, um, nah, he's gone already. Oh, that's right. Um, I don't know what I'd give up. He's too old. It's not what I'd rather. I mean, I'd rather just rebuild and see if Bill can do it than trade for Rogers and then have someone else to blame. Yep. At the moment, it's all on Belichick's shoulders. Yeah. All right, let's get to the nitty-gritty of the draft. This is what I've been waiting for. What did everyone think of the fucking fabricated happy kids with their GM dads and coach dads in the room with them standing there awkwardly? No one has happy families. No, lots of people have happy families, but... Why would they? Why did they force every fucking kid to be in the room with their dad while he makes picks? It was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. They so, looked so uncomfortable. Could it, could it, you never know, because look, this is the one day of the year that their wives slash significant others or whatever know that they're going to be at home. Maybe they're like, "Hey, look, not normally kids today. I'm going out for a haircut." Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what uh, NFL coaches' wives yep. do with the kids. They you go, "Hey, you're gonna you look after you have the, the kids, kids for today. the day. It's it's your yeah. working from home day. I did it yesterday." Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. That's what the NFL wives gonna, are sorry, doing. Sorry, Bill, but you just <laughs> they don't have nannies kids. and stuff like that no, helping. Nothing them. at all. No. They can't afford that. Obviously, <laughs> they're stressed uh, out. You're right. It was a little bit. It was a little bit fabricated to the fact of like, "Okay, kids." Everyone pretend like you're happy. And when daddy makes a pick, everyone jump up and down and be really excited. And the other kid's going, I want to do ballet. I want to do ballet. Like, why, why were they doing yeah, it? It's, it was a joke. It's, it was, Jules, you've got kids. The draft. It was shit house, wasn't it? It was stupid. If I was drafting, my kids would be outside and the doors would be locked. I don't want them in when I do a fucking fantasy draft. Let no. alone if I was doing an NFL draft where I could lose my job. Get out. I gotta concentrate. Struggle with the dog barking in the background when we're doing a podcast. How would you go doing draft oh, picks I... with four kids jumping along? Oh, I'm hungry. 
I'm thirsty. Can, oh, oh, Dad, is he, is he really my fairy? <laughs> really hey, mate, your kids are jumping all over you, Jules, during the draft. Yeah, but yeah. We're, we're also not paid NFL executives and coaches. That's the difference. It's uh, Look, I thought it was... It was giving it was me the shits bit, by the end. Oh. It was just so fabricated and fake. Now, one of the things I do need to bring up about the home situations, yes. how many of those draft picks... Yeah. That didn't just have their partner or wife or kids with them. There was, say, six family members, three friends, an agent, uh, the mate down the road. Not much self-isolation um, going on there. No self-isolation. They were all sitting next to each other. They were all not isolating. The police in Australia would have went over and found them all. Dan would have gone and really, fucked them with really scissors. Good policemen and they Our man Dan would have gone. Seriously. Him. He would have got him. He would have kicked the door down and said, "You're fine." Literally, the amount of people I saw, they were like, "Yeah, no, they're not." No wonder it's like, spreading over in the US. Uh, no, the best part was the slutty girlfriend. <laughs> yes, that was the best part. Did yeah. you guys see that was a tackle that was taken by? Yes, and they were team? pulling her. The mum no, was the pulling mom her out of the screen. Off and threw her away. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was Josh Wilson. I'm pretty sure. Or. Uh, it was like late in the first no, no, no. round. Yeah, I know. Well, it was actually. Yeah, yeah uh, was I'm a big, big boy. And um, yeah, so he's getting there up on a zoom, and he was very emotional, which is absolutely fine. And then his girlfriend starts hugging him, but she's like hugging him front with her face looking out at the camera while she's hugging him. Yeah, um, it's like who was so it? The, it wasn't uh, Austin the best, Jackson. So, so the best thing that came out Isaiah Wilson was, to the Titans. That's who it was. It was Isaiah that tackle. Was it was, go watch um, it, and then the mum pulls CD her Lamb away. Well. Yes, CD Lamb, do it. CD Lamb, like literally, pulled the phone out of the girlfriend's yep. hand as she went to open it. She was going to look like, at his DMs for sure. Do you know how many DMs he's going to get from girls in Dallas? So supposedly, it was actually that he was on the phone to Dallas and on the phone to his agent, and the agent was calling on the phone on his lap, and she tried to answer it for him to do him a favor. Oh, yep. back the fuck up, girl. That just shows you that that just shows they're not in love. So. Tell me the dis- yeah, look, yeah. look at that video, that disdain he had for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Do you know what? If she happen. was smart, she'd start poking holes because he's not. She's not. She's on a long-term contract. She's on a one-year deal, and when he hits the NFL, if that's how upset he gets about her, just trying to help him, she's not going to be around for long. He'd have a look at once the, photo the once the shop opens Russell, in Dallas. Russell he's- Wilson's draft day. Russell Wilson's <laughs> draft day, and they say that it's not a it's not the short game that's the you know it's not the short game it's the long game and the the draft night the girlfriend's like in his face and like yeah, like you know like at the camera and hugging him or whatever else and, and it was like oh how long did that last and by the next year she was gone gone yeah gone yep smart no I, this that's my favorite thing of the draft I would say do it from home every time it was. It was fantastic seeing all these rough family members fighting over getting on the. It was awesome. Who was the dad that was fucking jacked? Um, it was day. It was oh. the second round. It was in the sat. I was watching it upstairs. It was that. the second round. Yeah. Whoever it was, I can't remember who it was, and they his showed dad, his, his dad. dad his dad owns, owns a, gym. a gym, and he was, yeah, he owned a gym. All right, he fucking was the gym. He was yeah, ripped. Huge. He was massive. I was like, why didn't they draft him? He looked way better. Uh, look, I, I know. At least you know the kid has good like lift, like weightlifting like routines, and he knows what the gym looks like. Um, I thought all in all, it was a great draft. I, I really it was actually. I didn't think it missed a beat at all. Yeah, 
Um, let's just wrap up. Whatsoever. I've quickly just got a few questions from a post we did. Uh, Dallas Coleman, where does Mac stand after the Colts draft Taylor, who looks really good? What do you guys? At, and Max Jonathan is like a twenty-five-year-old. He just ran twelve hundred yards. Like he's a pretty. I don't think he was. Yeah, he was pretty good back. last year. Yeah, but um, it was a shared backfield anyway with Himes. I'm forget W. Himes, Niall Himes, or whatever his name is. Oh, and, yeah. and there was another guy. I think it's just going to be a committee. No one gets. It affects his fantasy value, but I don't think it affects the team value. Oh, actually, not at all. No. Have a look at the, have a look at the 49ers. They had a committee of three backs last year, and they did pretty well from memory. Um, so bringing someone that, like Marlon Mack, who's a, a, who's a good running back, he's not a bruiser. Um, he like he's a he's a good running back though. Why wouldn't you put someone else in there and let them play off for it? And then one of them has trade value at some point. So yep. I don't think it's a really bad thing. They've got a really good offensive line. Um, they've got a good, really good defense. I think that any running back would be pretty happy to be in that spot. Regan, yeah. Regan Skulls asked, "Who will the Dolphins be facing in the Super Bowl?" <laughs> Oh, Riggs. What, what year are we talking? 2040? Well, yeah. When when will, when will be their seventh rebuild from now? That's when they normally get good again. <laughs> so, yeah, about, about 2040. I think Jules nailed it pretty well. well. I, think I think they'll be actually playing each other on Madden at the Super Bowl, mate. Yes. Um, whilst other teams are playing. Um, but no, and realistically, if this is their, their start of the rebuild, I reckon in three years' time, They'll be competing at a high level in the playoffs. Now that the Patriots are going to crumble, they have a chance of winning that division. Um, so I'd give it a couple of years before they make their run. Yep. And last question, we had Kevin White. He asked a few, but I'll, I'll just, just go with one, Kevin. Does Kyler Murray's value take a hit as the cards didn't do much to improve the offensive line? I don't think so. He had a no. crappy offensive we line. Thought, it couldn't be worse than last year. Their offense was pretty good already. Um, yeah. They've got a, a lot of weapons there on the offense. Kyle Murray showed last year he could get it done behind a pretty mediocre, crappy O line. Yep. Um, so and they added um, just a small known guy, uh, really, really not well known, DeAndre Hopkins. I think his name is. They added who? him to the offense this year. Um, no, he plays for the Texans, mate. What? No, there's no way. I, would I think they gave up like three first round picks for him. Um, they also got Josh Jones in the third round to play tackle, who I, I actually say, thought Josh, Josh Jones was going to go early second. Taken way, way earlier. So, so I, I think they did, did fine. The yeah, look, they did try and add something. They didn't get as much, but their offense was good last year, and the offensive line couldn't be worse than it was last year. So I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. True. Plus, but they're in the hardest division in football. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's a crap division. They it's really, had to change that. It's a, uh, it's, now it's, it's not. It's, it's a tough spot. Yep, definitely. All right, boys, that is it for the draft recap. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in boys thank you for being in the isolation station appreciate you hope you're all staying safe Jules you are a health worker so please stay safe and look after yourself Jules you are a floor sander so look I don't really care what you do to stay safe I just want you to be safe Jules doing two jobs good on you mate yeah I'm quite busy are you that's good that's good (laughs) I'm glad you're busy so spend all your money on takeaway food Uh, clearly I am one of my favourite things are the isolations, actually, or the home cooking, to be honest. Well, you like yeah, the smoking. Did great. you guys... How'd your I, brisket go on draft day, Jules? Brisket? Didn't you smoke a brisket draft day? No. I did, I did steaks when I woke up, and they were fucking awesome from the meat in. Again, they were sensational. What have I told you? 
<laughs> I was waiting. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I spoke. I spoke to Mum steaks, and they were really good. Um, I did some chicken as well, but that was nice. over the weekend, and that was good. Yeah, no, I'm really getting into cooking at home. It's wonderful. It's a it's a nice surprise for the isolation madness. All right, and next week, Jules has got a new segment. We're not going to go into it, but you know, you want to listen next week for Jules's new weekly segment. It's going to be off. We're going to think of a good name, but it'll be uh good for next week. And uh, draft is over. Everyone enjoy. Um, your players um, enjoy it now before you find out they're all shit. Right now, the good most of them in your mind are going to be really good. So, uh, I highly suggest people do not make gigantic predictions on social medias right now because yeah. a lot of them do not age well. Ooh, no, they don't. Never do. Also, start going back through all the draft picks, old tweets, and finding good juicy ones because everyone loves that shit this time of year. Yep. yep. All right, Hools, get us out of here. See you next Tuesday, Wednesday. (laughs) Thanks for tuning into the Vault Studio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to keep up with our video content, head over to YouTube, subscribe, and click the notification bell. Thanks for listening.